oh, this is a race car. And I'm like, this is a death trap. Yeah. I had two box tubing sections. He's like, it's got a race <laughs> frame. I was like, just because you took this frame racing does not mean it's a race frame. Like, yeah. This thing is horrible. Welcome back to another episode of Modify with Trick Factory Customs. If this is your first time watching, my name is Elvis. Tim. My name is Jorge. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was good. How long did he, did he take you off to come up with that? Yo, I just name? came up with it right now. Yeah, no, you guys put me on the spot every week. So I'm just like, yo, this has got to be better, better than normal. That was pretty awesome. So, Jorge, it is. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like the in there. Yeah, right? Glorious. Mm. <laughs> Embrace it. But uh, we are an automotive podcast. That is Rob. Um, and we uh, started this podcast because we love to talk about cars. We are also a custom automotive shop based here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, on this episode, we are going to be talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> um, Do you Rob have any idea what we're talking about? <laughs> I'm just going to send it. I don't even. Yeah, think. literally, Rob brought up the topic today, and so oh. uh, yeah. So this is going to be. Uh, we're talking about scary cars or the scariest cars that we have driven, or we're just going to mm. talk about what makes a car scary um, or scary to drive. Some people might think, uh, the general consensus, I think, in 2023 is that the car has to have 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 horsepower, <laughs> and it's scary. But uh, we have a very different take on that, I feel like, uh, or not a different take. We're going to know what, you're going to know what our takes are uh, in this, uh, because I think it's going to be very interesting. So, with that said, before we dive into the topic of today. Before we dive in. What's been going on in you guys' lives? Oh, <laughs> actually, it hasn't even been that bad. It's been pretty good because everything's been going pretty smooth. We've been getting stuff out. Yeah, we went and did some shows. We finished up some cars. We're getting back on some other stuff in the shop. So, man, you're yeah. generalizing. To, I know so to much. get. <laughs> can you like to make you it more any details at all? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you're in, when you're in it, you don't really think that much about it because I see this stuff every day. True. Yeah. So well, share it slant with the world. Uh, no, Slant Nose, sorry. Uh, we had a show this past uh, weekend that yeah. we went to, the Driven Show in Vancouver. We did a live show. Mm -hmm. uh, if you haven't listened to it or watched it, you should go watch it. It's, I think it's pretty interesting and it was pretty fun. Uh, but we took five cars there. Yeah. Um, the Porsche. The Slant. Yeah, Slant Nose. Wide the, Body. Yeah. And, Evil Evil. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, a friend of ours, M3. E30 M3. And then the Mark IV Supra. Yes. And um, you're going to tell us a little bit about your experience. Yes. We, driving the we Evil drove Evo. them all there. Yes, because we drove them all there. And the interesting thing is, we, that's pretty cool, is we got the, the <clears throat> Miles Works painted. Because that's what, ever since we, we acquired the extra shop that had the paint booth in it, we've been banging out things. A lot of paint work yeah. has been going on. And so Brett and Spencer painted the, or Brett painted the slant note, not the slant note. Why do you keep the calling the slant body. note? The wide body uh, Miles Works Porsche 996. If you want to know what the car is like, we'll put a video clip here. But if you haven't seen it, you can check out our YouTube channel, Trick Factory Customs, or our Instagram. We post on it very frequently. So the car looks so good it like transformed the car is oh it looks pretty mm. awesome i'm pretty proud of that car yeah. i think i think we did a really good job on that one yeah um it, it's it's super recognizable but just like crazy exaggerated in every in every way that you'd want to see and oh. fuck it's dope man. all the fab work super that nice. you did on the the splitter little arrow bits mm, yeah glorious. This, we just sprinkled a little bit of you know our tsc touch on it and it's it's glorious looking yeah yeah so that's what we've been doing 
Yes. So, uh, tell us the experience of driving oh, <laughs> your evil yeah, evil, evil on the evil? streets. Oh the thousand or fifteen hundred horsepower. It is ridiculous. Um, yeah, absolutely. Mercedes one ninety E Evo two wide. So body. you want the the return story? Yeah, we yeah. we got to hear the no, return do, story. Do the back, the there <laughs> and back, because I feel like that is also important. Like there's, we were driving the speed limit ish, so it wasn't horrible. Yeah, there was fine. <laughs> I think you were going too slow, so I went I know. around you. You sent it, and I just saw your car dancing from side yeah, to side. So I was just <laughs> a couple of gears, and skating around. You know, yeah. not want to hook, but I was tired of waiting for you. So, <laughs> so I know. I, I so saw like, you. I saw you in the camera. You were like, "Go!" <laughs> so Elvis is driving the Mark IV Supra, and it's probably around 800 horsepower. I don't know. Ba if it's that heavy, but well, maybe. But I mean, it, if you look at the spec sheet on what the parts are, it's probably you know, it's up there. It should mm -hmm. be able to. It that. should be able. You know, yeah. we don't really know, but it's a pretty, it's a pretty juiced up car. Yeah. Elvis is driving that. Tim passes him like he's not even standing. <laughs> like he's just standing there. Yeah, but he was driving. I wasn't Daisy. No, uh, I, I know. Like no, I was looking back, and he's no. looking, and I was like, "There's no cars." I'm like, no. "What are you doing?" Okay, no, no, no. The yeah. main thing was I was waiting for everyone else to come because I yeah. only I looked at my mirror. I was like, "Wait, there's only three or four cars there," but we were five. And then, yeah, it just ended up, Tim was like, yeah. nope, he just passed me. Well, the thing <laughs> is ridiculous. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to jail today. Yeah. I was like, on the way home, I can... Yeah, so how was the over? drive on the way home? <laughs> oh, so I hung back to, for everybody to clear out of there. And then we're on like, what, the sixth floor of a parkade? Mm -hmm. So anyways, I'm leaving and I'm cruising down the parkade, but I forgot to turn my water pump on. <laughs> So oh, no. my car got hot and then you got all these car spotters out on the street. So I had to wait, let it cool down for a minute. And then I exited the parkade. No problem. Everything went smooth. Got by all the car spotters because the last thing you want to do is die in front of those guys. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. So then yeah. now I got my fans and my pump on, but the thing couldn't catch up because I got stuck at another intersection. So I'm trying to get some airflow over this thing and it just wasn't happening. And then I got to a main intersection where it intersects low heat highway yeah and then i'm trying to it, i had to pull over stop then i go to start it and it's the battery's dead so it's drawing down hard on it so it blows the main breaker oh no and i'm like oh no, oh, no. <laughs> yeah so i'm yeah. sitting on the side of the road which is like absolute nightmare for me and then i go reset the breaker i get back in the car we have steve in the middle of the road no i was able to pull out okay. the side. So i let it cool down for a minute and then like i say it was drawing down so hard on the starter that it popped the breaker so I reset the breaker and I'm waiting, 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 letting the battery kind of recover a bit. And then Steve's ready to get out the booster cables. He's parked behind me and then I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. So I, then I relight everything up and I'm waiting for this light to turn green because I'm like five cars back. Mm -hmm. And then if you've seen, the, you've watched Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, right? yeah. So the moment when the car wouldn't start and he's like, come on, baby. <laughs> it was literally like play for play the same and i was like come on here we pressing it's like whoa 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 oh, oh no. Boom, fires and i just grass started grabbing gears it's like sideways through the intersection <laughs> cutting people off like an asshole <laughs> things just like blowing the tires off of it and by this point i'm like mad i'm just like a hair oh, no. embarrassed and i just ripped it all the way back to the shop and i got to this intersection with a guy in a charger like an older charger, like yeah. probably like a 68. Nice. And he's looking at me and I'm just sitting there at this light, like oh. the, the heat's climbing again. <laughs> oh and I'm like, no. Oh, fuck it. Whoa! No, 
<laughs> you went through the light. Oh, yeah. oh, well, just sideways through the. Oh allegedly. my god! Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> so while he was here, he heard it. You must have heard me. Come oh, out. I heard. Yeah, I was like, "Ooh, that sounds fruity." Yeah, so I yeah. came into the neighborhood like Godzilla. I, just, I was mad, but yeah. then I got here ripped up the hill laid there. a big strip up there got to the top there's cooling coming out of the trunk and just slammed the door I was like i'm done <laughs> but the part of it is is i'm like reflecting and i was talking to you actually when i was reflecting on sunday and i was like man that was like a scene out of gta like, yeah. it was just nuts and then me and you had spent so much time reformatting SD cards for my yes. dash cam. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I was pumped to come to work Monday and like no. see what we actually caught. And somebody stole the SD card. Out. Yeah. How does that even work? Like, yeah. I remember us putting yeah, the SD we card there, in we there. We spent a half an hour literally playing with it, making sure we had SD card in, and someone jacked it out of my dash cam. How? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's what? so unfortunate. I mean, we would have had some pretty cool oh. footage for everyone to see, for us to see, <laughs> uh, even ourselves. I bet it would have been, oh. been sick. I can't, so can't just believe it. Swearing and just. <laughs> sending it. Gosh, I should have just put a yeah a camera in your car. Yeah. So. Sadness. Well, oh well. So that was that's, that's unfortunate. Mm. But you know, we'll get out there and do it again. Yeah. So the evil Evo, you know, it functions. It yeah. functions pretty fucking well. Yeah, and well. I can't wait to see it because I, I didn't get a chance to actually witness any of this. Yeah. But man, I know the potential is there and I I can't wait to it see it. It brings out a lot of anger in you. <laughs> You, you feel the vibes just looking at it. It's like, oh man, this thing is gonna try to kill you, man. Yeah, for so real. You're getting it like tuned uh, properly when in like a few weeks, two weeks. Yeah, hopefully two weeks. Yes. Yeah, next week and a half or two weeks. And then burnouts because we're almost at ten thousand subscribers on YouTube. Oh, that's right. So we're we like ninety eight hundred and something or ninety nine hundred. So yeah, lining up pretty good. Celebration yeah, that's burnouts. Right. Yeah, that's what we said we'd do. Yes. So. <laughs> Yeah, so any of you listening to this, if you go to you, our YouTube channel, Modify with Trick Factory Customs, no, or Trick the Factory, main YouTube channel, the main yeah, YouTube yeah. channel Trick Factory Trick Customs, Factory Customs yeah. is almost 10,000. Yeah. And as soon as we get to 10,000, Tim's definitely doing a burnout in the Evil Evo. Yeah, and hopefully so not blowing anything. Please subscribe, make that happen. We've all been waiting for it. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. so that That's was- our show story. Sweet. But yeah, no, the show was really good. Driven, um, Mark, Mark Cito, driven. Mm -hmm. put, he put on a really good show. It was yeah. good. It was a, it was a really cool event. Yeah. It was a great day for it, and we drove in. We drove out. No, uh, no, no, no drama. No, nope. all five. Cars. I had a lot of really good conversations at the show too. That was really cool. We met some of you guys. Yeah, some, uh, some yeah. of you guys love the podcast. Yeah, there's so. actually yeah. a lot of people that came up and talked about the podcast, yeah. which was that's cool. a, that's always fun. Because I assumed it was just like you know. <laughs> Just three, four just of us, us listening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and like that one weird guy. Yeah. Apparently, actually, a lot of people listen to it. So yeah. yeah. No, it was cool. actually pretty. I had a lot of really great conversations that day, so it was it was really it was really really fun. Yeah. Our analytics yeah. that we have about this was a few months ago. Two thousand listeners every week. So not bad. Yeah, I know. I think we've come a long way. I'm guessing since it's then. more even. Yeah. yeah since yeah. then. So I said a bunch of wild shit and then it went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah, if, uh, with that said, we are going to dive right into the topic of conversation mm. of scary cars. So um, the scariest cars we've driven. Yes. Huh? And wow. so, uh, like I mentioned earlier, sometimes the scary cars might mean this car has too much power and it's not able to put it down enough for its own good. That's where your mind means. That's where your goes. mind goes. But what, when, when we say scary cars, what comes to you guys' minds? Mm. 
overpowered, underbraked cars. Okay. I would say, but then I've just driven some shitty cars. <laughs> yeah. Just terrifying cars, like really poorly built, put together cars. Yeah. So I would say for me, the opposite, like terrifying. I've driven some terrifyingly fast cars that weren't terrifying because they do it so well. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say it's guys that make bad cars fast, which is like like probably one of the worst ones I've ever driven. Like, to What does it day. mean when you say, first of all, that a car, a bad car is fast? Like say, here's one example that's a terrifying car. And I thought the people that were talking about it at the time were just being pretentious because they get to play with all kinds of wild stuff. But... 67 Corvette, big block. Okay. Horrible. What like is it? One have? of the Four, worst. 454? Oh, no, no. Four. 427. Okay, this one is a 427 four speed car. We built the motor, so it was making four. can't remember, 60. Okay. Because we did a little bit of a cam and some head work. And that thing just wanted to come around on you every oh, no. time you touched it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, these guys are right. This thing is a legitimate death, death trap. trap. So, yeah. so what made that car terrible? Just the suspension geometry or what? Yeah, I don't know. Skinny tires, huge motor in the oh, front. Oh, it still had the stock tires? Well, it's got yeah, the stock. Yeah, so this, uh, this was like, you know, kind of like one of those numbers matching. It was a numbers matching kind of yeah. car. Everything about it was stock and sort of like, like a tam- time capsule of 1967. Yep. So it, yeah. It's like soft, spongy. It's the, the <clears throat> short wheelbase. So as soon as you let off the gas, like the, just felt like the ass snap over to steer, come, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to kill you. And then the rest of the time is just blowing the tires off of it. Mm. So it's not it's not an enjoyable car to drive. Yeah. yeah. So big block, big you know the old world big block stuff. They didn't make crazy horsepower numbers, but they made like lots of torque. You know they would blow the tires off in low RPM. So everybody thought they were fast, but they weren't mm. really fast. They yeah. just so seemed fast. The 1967 Corvette, I mean, you, I think you were saying the widest rim you could put in the back was seven and a half inches, am I right? I think it's like Really? Seven. No way. Yeah, it's really- Without it's cutting like, anything? Yeah. That's- Right, so what? if you have a time capsule car that's numbers matching, you're, you're, you're not, you're you not gonna, you're not gonna muck around. You're not gonna cut it up and do anything to it, right? It's just, it's kind of sacrilegious. That is not true because this, <clears throat> 67 behind us yeah. getting a roaster shop chassis nice. and like a 325 on the back yeah so, yeah so so but that's that's what you have smart to, do. to cut it up but we're gonna do it yeah yeah be that particular car you wouldn't cut it up because it's like a big block four yeah. speed numbers matching yeah 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 so i mean i mean this coupe in behind tim here this is not a significant 1967 corvette in any real way numbers matching historical kind of car but we can put a roaster shop chassis underneath that, some real tire, proper suspension, and make it everything that you would ever hope that a 1967 Corvette would ever be. So I, people might hate me for saying this, but I don't get numbers matching cars. Like it's, yeah, I, it goes I against all of us point. too. Like, uh, I don't know, I guess there's something special about having, oh, everything in this car is original, but personally i just don't see the point like yeah i don't see the yeah. point either but it's that's like uh the generation behind us that thought that was important. Yeah. yeah 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 like i don't really see that much of it now because or maybe it's the bubble that we're in like we had another guy come in he wants a 69 on a roaster shop chassis so it's like our sort of generation wants to drive them and build them and make them good so that whole numbers matching things that's like a collector car thing yeah. and i think it should be reserved for like 
really special ones. Mm-hmm. But like I had a guy in here that wanted to buy the, the convertible and he still does right away checking numbers. Like, who cares, man? Yeah, like what's but, that gonna get you? I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you're f- buying it to flip it to another guy that cares about those numbers matching. But for the most part, it's like. But I mean, for these two particular ones, they're not significant models. Like they don't have. It's not a split window. Well, no, not so much that. But I mean, like they're not. You know, like the big block aluminum big block car with the aluminum heads and all that type of stuff they're just regular small block cars mm-hmm. one has a four speed one has an automatic they're not really significant in yeah. any real way they're not a special model they're not you know a special spec so why would you care yeah you yeah no. well, i suppose i mean you got to do due due diligence though and check all that stuff you never know you know remember when we went to barrett we saw like some of the corvettes there was that one that had like some extended rage ga- gas tank yeah and, oversized gas tank and you're like a and million bucks. the thing was From like the factory extended thompson one but it was like all it had was like i think a solid rear axle and i could be wrong solid rear axle and an oversized gas tank or something yeah and, and you look at the thing and it does not look significant in any way at all and it's a million dollar car and you're like what no corvettes are kind of falling weird. to the same weird thing as porsches yeah How the so? more shit you took away from them the, the more, more expensive the <laughs> yeah so it's like this is a radio delete power steering delete. no ac yeah and then now it's worth a million bucks <laughs> whereas if you get a fully loaded option one those ones were super common because people that could afford corvettes at the time they're like yeah i want ac i want power windows blah 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 those are ones that are worth the least mm-hmm. yeah it's so crazy. interesting it's like backwards yeah yeah Numbers matching stuff, I mean, we're getting a little off topic. But I know, numbers oh matching <laughs> stuff is, I think the significance of it is only, like, for me, I, I would imagine it's only significant if it's, like, got some sort of historical racing thing. Yeah. You know? Like, if it's uh, Duesenberg or some it's, sort it of, It would like have to, it would have to have been something really significant for, for that. Otherwise, psh, chop yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even a they pre-war a car, I would chop They were junks. Dude, they were junk. <laughs> like all the cars in that day, like they may have had, they had their moments in in that. They were good in that time. Part of history. This time, but yeah. like now, no, nah, awesome. no, nah, we we can we can do so much to improve so many things now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. so you said '67 for now. Well, I'm guessing you still have more. What about you, Rob? Give me one car that you've driven that is uh, terrifying, scary. It was scary. Well, I mean, I, I I've I've been fortunate enough to drive a. F- a few cars in my time, not as much as either one of you guys, but I think, I think that probably the scariest car I've ever driven is like a improperly suspension setup, like Porsche. Mm. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean by improperly? Well, like if you have like a, a wheel alignment or whatever, that's like so out of whack that it's just like twitchy as shit. Like it's like, you guys know that I've, I've been fiddling with my Porsche, my little 996 often like always doing suspension stuff and kind of playing around with it. And I remember when I first started that little journey of uh, figuring that out, like if I had my suspension set up, my, my, my wheel alignment wrong, the thing was scary to drive. Mm -hmm. Like a little tiny bit of, you know, extra camber or a little bit of toe in the wrong direction on that car made it really scary. Like it would like, pull all over the road and i'm not even talking like extreme numbers like you know Two little tiny bit and it like it like made it so it was like tracking all over the road like it wanted to turn in really quick and like bring the rear end around really mm. quick and like it, it is it is scary man yeah it's scary to it's scary to drive 
And so that's kind of where I'm going to say, like, uh, my definition of, of, you know, scary, a scary car is a car that's improperly set up in its balance, like its driving characteristics. It doesn't really matter if power, you know, any of that kind of stuff. It's just more or less the balance of how you set it up. And it could be any car. Any car. Any car. Yeah. Case in point. Now you talk about suspension geometry and or sus- suspension setup. My Datsun was and is still a massive death trap. <laughs> I've talked about it quite a few times on the on the show, but um, 1982 Datsun uh, 280ZX or ZX as we say in Canada. Um, but I got that car stock. It was good. It was okay to drive. Um, and then I proceeded to add massive wheels and tires to it. Uh, Steelies, they, each of them weighs like, what do we, what do we weigh? Like f- close to 70 pounds, 70 pounds a wheel and tire mm-hmm. combo. Uh, 275, 60, 15, 15 by 10 wide wheels on all four corners. I cut some stuff, I had to make room clearance, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I added um, 240SX bad suspension bad um what's it called oh, cheap you, coilovers you got them max, max speeding, speeding rods, rods. yeah mm-hmm. ebay specials 250 for a set avoid Come that on. don't it was, buy those it was a, such a good deal but not really yeah don't buy them. um but anyhow i did that but that messed up my suspension in so many ways um it's very bouncy but the the worst part is also like my alignment was mm-hmm. always a little bit off or a lot off uh and so i feel like i've brought it to the shop like three or four times to have it adjusted um and it just never seems to get it right probably because of like i don't think you have enough adjustment to get it to where it needs to be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, and that's the thing and that's one of the failing points in that chassis yeah because you can't adjust the camber in the in, rear in the rear yeah it's it's got that weird trailing, trailing arm, arm suspension yeah. system that's very much like an e30 M, you know BMW E30. It's like that old world stuff. But it's weird you say old world because the the two forties they yeah. had the yeah the two forty Z. Was, it was an earlier car, the but predecessor it had of the suspension. ZX like had double A arm upper you know rear suspension worked really well had lots of adjustment all this and that and then they went to that suspension after yeah you're like what the what 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 are they what are they doing here like they ruined the the Z car yeah. Like honestly, like well, I think most people will probably agree with me. The ZX is a shit car. Yeah, because it went from like a sports car to like a touring car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think they took a lot of that stuff away, and then probably trying to make it cheaper and more whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's unfortunate. Yeah. So if you're gonna play around on that chassis, you have to, to do so many modifications to do your thing. I know you got lots of plans for your car, yes. and it's gonna improve it dramatically. But yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. The way your car is sitting right now, it's buddy, not good. it's a nightmare. Oh my gosh. You should drive in first and let me know I how terrifying. Absolutely <laughs> am not gonna do it that. Is so bad. Like, no, I, it is okay. So oh like Oh my gosh. You you like me, you've been bringing your car in, you've been trying to tweak your suspension, get it dialed, and now you're at a point where at least it's, it's not better. trying to kill you. Yes, it is. You know, quite and it's not trying to better. absolutely destroy your tires. Yeah. But it's still it's a fucking still, it's still a, a disaster. Like it, so it doesn't like tweak as much as it did but just i think what is wrong now is just the wheels in the front like 
all the rolling resistance and all of that weight, or not rolling resistance, the unsprung rotating weight. Rotating mass. Rotating mass, yeah. one of those terms. Yeah. Uh, it's just not good because you can feel the weight in, and it's not a good weight feel. Like some cars, you're like, oh, you want the feel and the steering, you want yeah. all of these things, but this is not good. And it is, when you over bumps or over uneven surfaces, it's kind of a little bit... Uh, yeah floaty and oh my god well rotating mass is one of the worst things you could possibly do to a car yeah increase the rotating mass you turn into a shit car we talked about this before yeah so that is definitely one of the most terrifying cars i've driven the car only has maybe like 100 horsepower i'm guessing probably like 90 Um, but i'm I'm a little bit curious elvis because like you know you're the golden drive You, yes. you, you are the closest thing to a motor journalist. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a motor journalist, but and like, so <laughs> you have, you have, a, us. True. you have a, you have a, like an actually a pretty significant YouTube channel that. Uh, I mean, thank you. I appreciate you may, you may not have been that active in the last <laughs> yeah. little bit, mm-hmm. but you, you actually have the opportunity to drive a lot of cars. Yes, I've you've driven you've driven a lot, a lot of, of cars. Comprehensive reviews. Yes, yes. my reviews of cars and i take it down the street and back like this thing is a pile yeah you need to you need to do this this and this yeah but no so elvis tell us a little bit about in in your experience of all the cars that you've been driving Mm -hmm. what's the one car that stands out as kind of like the shittiest car doesn't matter what it costs yeah i don't know i'm i'm still thinking there has to be one that let you down yeah what what let you down man no the most mm, I wouldn't really say necessarily let me down, but it's more like I've driven so many cars now and it's like I've been around so many cool cars, which is a privilege, but I also feel like it's also not not a curse, but it's not, I don't know. It makes me not jaded. I don't know. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's very, it's a very interesting feeling because years I've like, I've been doing this for like almost like 10 years. um, And so I would have to say it. Uh, you guys are gonna hate me for this, but I would no, not the Testarossa. The Testarossa was more like it was okay, but it wasn't. It didn't live up to mm. the. Maybe also that's because I didn't drive it for longer. I need to probably drive it for maybe a few days or weeks. I think that one you need to drive for a day. Yeah, or two, and it and had good power, but I just felt you need it a Euro spec one. being meh. Like it was, it was, it was okay. The Euro spec one is a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Because they, like, even the one that we did, like by the time we did all the cat deletes and all that type of stuff, because I think the thing has four cats in it and a giant muffler, mm-hmm. it takes away from even our perception of it. Because the only other ones that you ever saw were always in movies, and they yeah. had like either two B exhausts or were the Eurospec ones, so they sound nuts. But the the North American market ones, you could barely even hear the thing run. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> so that for me was the biggest disappointment and then we ended up doing cat deletes mm. and then now even still now it still needs that muffler taken out of it yeah i feel like it was a little like for me at least it was a little bit too soft at certain points i mean the steering was awesome like the steering was great but in general it just felt like mm. a suspension it was, com- wise. It, was, it was almost comfortable like i was like i was expecting yeah. to be beaten up a little bit like it should i felt it should have been worse for me to have made it, it should have been better. Like it's it's weird because it, even though the car should be worse, like I want to drive the Countach. So I know because I've heard it's cool to look at, but it's terrible to drive. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at some point 
the car being terrible to drive almost makes it good because that way you're like, I mean, at least to me, it's more, it's more engaging for the most part because you're like, you're having to like concentrate more. You're like, your senses are like almost attacked and you're like, oh my gosh. That's that young guy thing. Like it's, yeah. I'm going to on Honda kids again, yeah. but it's like the rougher, the more visceral, straight pipe, rigid suspension, all that stuff makes it feel that much cooler. Like you're so much more of a part of it. Yes. And I think that's what people associate to those cars, which I was the exact same way when I was a kid. <laughs> Cutting coils, straight pipe and stuff, not taking a muffler out, cold air intakes just to make it make noise. But like, I would say probably the most significant car that I've driven is the DB4. Oh, okay. Mm. Because like the DB4 does all the things. It sounds great. The steering field back is amazing. The brakes, all those kind of things. So that's probably the first old car that I've driven that makes sense to me. Like really? why you would love that car. Because mm. every other old car that I've ever driven has been horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like four-wheel drum brakes. They, go, they take <laughs> something that had 80 horsepower in it, put 350 in it, and still on drum brakes. It's yeah. terrifying. It's yeah, yeah. Horrible. Or you get these other guys that we've corrected a bunch of stuff on, like the 41 Ford. Oh, when it man. came here, it had cookie cutter or pie cutters on the front and big Mickeys on the back. You could barely turn it. The thing was horrible. The brakes were brutal. <laughs> all this type of shit. But it's got this big, crazy motor in it. And it was one of the worst driving cars I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, That's that actually funny. I totally forgot about that but car. that like, car is built to an aesthetic, kind of like this jukebox right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so it yeah. looks... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it looks crazy as hell, but it was like literally one of the worst driving vehicles yeah. I've ever mm. been in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm fortunate. I, I, like, I, I never drove that car. Oh, I so could just bad. assume, I mean, based on the conversations that we had after you drove it. Yeah, it did not I, look I, like I didn't even get down the street. No, and you're just like, nah, man, take this thing back to the shop. I don't want to ever want to drive it again the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> so it took a lot to, to modify all that, but it was, yeah. like, it was a lot. We ended up redoing basically the entire car because mm, yeah. it was undrivable. It yeah. was horrible. Yeah, yeah. And then if you're not into that and you're not prepared for it where this particular gentleman definitely was not he went from nothing to this thing buying it based on somebody sold him a bill of goods yeah was like oh this is a race car and i'm like this is a death trap yeah I had two box tubing sections like, it's got a race <laughs> frame i was like just because you took this frame racing does not mean it's a race frame like yeah. this thing is horrible yeah had like motor basically motorcycle brakes on it like just wow yeah they were so like bad. just drag racing spec like they they were meant to slow you down one time and you know in you know with so, like a lot of time in between each cool braking session yeah you know that was it <laughs> but i mean that car that car was such a pile in every way yeah, like yeah. it had it like tim said box frames just you know frame in it and it used to have you put a it cage on the lift in the doors you could like put your hand in the gap oh. the so like it had a cage originally attached to the box frame and this customer chopped it off oh no and like this thing was we called it the wet noodle like it was Ew. a fucking oh. wet noodle <laughs> so dude you go around the corner too fast the door would pop open no yeah. no yeah. for real oh my gosh because the chassis so. would twist and oh. the door would fly yeah. open it was it was you know what? That oh, thing actually, like, that tops a list as probably some of the scariest shit ever. So, wow. I mean, I'm, most of the people listening, and I'm sure you're going to put up some kind of little, you know, snippet. I'm going to snip it. Things. And they want to hear about the crazy, crazy fast cars that we've driven. And I've driven some crazy, crazy yeah. fast cars. But these are like traction control, stability yeah. management, carbon ceramics. It's like, yeah, they're terrifyingly fast, but. 
they don't feel dangerous. No, yeah. it's it's interesting because even the fa really fast stuff that that I've driven, like 720s, for example, it is fast, but it's I didn't sense any danger at all. Exactly. Like I didn't feel it like I was so gonna die. Good. Because you put the floor down, even though it's rear wheel drive, it literally feels like it's like it's all wheel drive because it mm -hmm. almost always go. I mean, you have a little, sometimes a little bit of dance if it's a little bit like dusty or whatever, rainy, but for the most part, it handles really well. Like mm -hmm. it goes, mm -hmm. it doesn't have sway bars, right? Like even around corners, like I don't know how, like all the electronics. All the magnetics. Or whatever yeah. they did, it yeah. just works so well. Um, and so that's probably one of the best cars like to drive. I mean, even though it has ooh, a lot of horsepower, but I didn't, didn't feel, feel like you were gonna die. No, I didn't feel like I was yeah. gonna die. Like, and so that's yeah. And so these terrifying things uh, are usually for us at least not with the most horsepower. Uh, I guess it depends because if you get something like this and go down the drag strip, if you're not seeing this, where have we have like a drag racing? What what is this Corvette, Corvette. sixty seven Corvette with like massive Mickey Thompson yeah, like looking a, wheels on the back yeah. and or tires on the back and a massive big block with a blower. If you get yeah. that and you go down, there's no aid, so that's gonna be terrifying. Yeah. Um. But I feel like new stuff is so good now, mm -hmm. and so it's hard to find a bad driving car in the twenty. Yeah, it's it's hard. I'm like thinking. I'm like, eh, I don't think there's any. Uh, everything's new, pretty good. Yeah. Like. I mean, for, again, going back to old cars, one terrifying car that I've driven, it was not good, but six, I think it was a 67 Camaro mm. or something, two-speed automatic transmission. Four-wheel drum brakes. Oh, my gosh. That thing was, the brakes almost non-existent whenever well, you're- Well, see that? Like, I've always <laughs> had stock? Bad, bad situations huh? because stock? of that. Yeah, stock yeah. everything. Because like, yeah. yeah. the first thing they do is they put a 350 in it with a four-barrel, and then now you got, like, whatever, probably 250 horsepower, but- you can leave the line like a normal car. Yeah. But when you have to stop at the line, Ooh. that's when you forget and you're like, oh, yeah, you're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it locks yeah. up and you cause yeah. a big scene oh. and it's like you yeah. forget because everything now is so good. You don't yeah. think about your brain. No, you don't think yeah. about like that. Like it's just, you got all the room in the world. Whereas yeah. those things, like you got to start thinking ahead. Like, yeah. Going around a corner too, it's like, oh my God, you're like, please God, please let us make it around in one piece. We start, you start <laughs> reflecting a lot on the classic cars. Remember the 56 Bel Air when we first got it? Oh man. Bone stock, everything. Got, got a small block in it. Wheel, manual the, brakes, manual steering. Yeah. Bias plies. The yeah. thing's tracking all over the road. It's trying oh, to put no. you in the ditch. It's by yeah. the time I got home with that thing. Oh, I yeah. needed to take a nap. Two-speed power glide. We're on the highway. Bone stock, and everything. The thing, just, the thing is, is tram lining all over the road. <laughs> like it's 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 going wherever it wants to. And the wheel, like you're turning the manual steering, like you're moving it oh, a lot, no. side to side. Like I don't even know. Like there's like probably oh, well, fucking the 55, 15, 20 yeah. degrees of yeah. turn each way just to try to keep it straight. <laughs> you know, it's exhausting. Like yeah. actually exhausting. So that's that's like properly scary. Shit. In today's world. Because 1956, that was a great car, but in today's time, it's a fucking terrifying that car. That steering, it was so weird. Like it was like it literally looked like I was like I would I don't know what I would it feel like driving. A, it looked like it was <laughs> like a cartoon. You're fake in a movie where yeah. you're just like yeah doing the fake driving thing. <laughs> yeah, that's like actual reality. No, just to real. try to keep it going straight down the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we put a rack and pinion in that 55, and like he just couldn't even believe it. Yeah. yeah. They absolutely transformative. I mean, there's ways to fix all these things. I think one of the coolest cars that we've ever built in our shop that is the scariest car, but in a really good way so far, is the 69 Charger. 
that we did back in the day. So this 69 Charger, we did all the right things. And well, we did most of all the right things. The car got pulled from another shop, another local shop and brought to us after some of the chassis work was done. And then we did all the final work, the interior paint work, you know, the engine was built. It was a monster. Started out as a 440 Magnum board stroke, blah, blah, blah. It was like 496 or something like that. An absolutely insane, naturally aspirated build motor. Would, yeah, you're right. I'm going to yeah move that one. And, and so, like, <laughs> as most craziest, like, terrifying in a good way. In a, in a really good way, but this left a lot of room game. for improvement. Remember? I mean, this motor was probably pushing around 750 horsepower. We don't have, you know, Ooh. documentation to sort of prove it, but it was fucking nasty no it was dyno it did like did it? six seventy to the rear wheels or something so it was it was it was, it was so like, but so this car i mean it was built it had a modern it had modern wheel fitment on it so 20 inch wheels 335 michelin pilot sport you know wheel tires in the back so nice sticky boy tires mm. these were like porsche turbo fitment yeah, nice um very expensive at the time i think they're 1500 dollars a piece so like if you, you can have, even get them had proper proper tires, nice sticky tires, you know, the best that you could possibly get at the time. And behind that engine in that chassis, and it still had leaf spring in the back. Oh, no. Remember, yeah, it still had leaf in spring back, in the back. Coilovers in the front. Oh, no. Four wheel so break. <laughs> it looked all it looked all the right things. It was an awesome car. And super proud of, of what we created in that. But like, man, if we could have put that on a roaster shop chassis, it would have been awesome. Yeah. But anyways, remember like taking it out on a highway and you're just doing like, you know, 110, 120 kilometers an hour, you know, normal highway speeds. Remember there was a dude that pulled up next to us. And dumped our garbage truck. <laughs> and he's like trying to get us to like, egg us Got on it. to rip it. And yeah. I did. And it lit the tires at 55 miles an hour. Oh my Yeah, just gosh. ignited the tires at highway speed and like man that's when you know you have a lot of power yeah Yeah. you can do a burnout yeah 55 rolling burnout yeah yeah with with proper tires like that it was it was a terrifyingly scary car but it checked all the boxes dude it was awesome but man it was it was there's there left a little bit of room that's i think this is like pre-roadster shop yeah, it's def- uh, well, oh. I'm sure they were doing their thing at the yeah, time, the- but they weren't doing what they're doing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at that time that we built that car, there was nothing available for it. No. Yeah. And it was insanely expensive to build. Yeah, yeah. The the Dodge Chrysler cars like, of that you era, like I a, mean, there was nothing. The Chevelle quarter panel at the time was 900 bucks. The ones for the Charger were like five grand. Mm. Oh, yeah, it was, it was stupid money to do. It was a super baller car to, to have, to drive, and to modify in that way. It was awesome. But yeah, that was a that was a pretty scary car. I had an opportunity to buy that car, but I didn't, and it's like the one that got away. Yeah. And it's like all the way away now. It ended up going, I spoke to the new owner because he called me after the fact about things that we had done to it, and it's in Australia. Mm-hmm. So it's never it's No, never it's never coming, coming back. back. Nah. Yeah. No. Probably a burnout, burnout car now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, probably. That car was awesome. I just remembered one car that I've driven that was actually kind of terrifying was, or very terrifying, was the, was a twin turbo Gallardo. Um, twin turbo Gallardo. Gallardo. Okay. That was terrifying. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it did put down the power, but just the fact that you have 1,400 horsepower oh, behind shit. you. And it was, I think it was built by UGR. 
Oh, an underground car? I oh, yeah. think so, yeah. So that's and actually so 1400 It was, was insane. I didn't even get, I don't think I got to use any of it because, and it, yeah, it was so bad. I was like, and it was all-wheel drive, so which was glorious. Yeah. So it hooked a lot of the time, but it's just the rate that you're moving and you, <laughs> the feeling that you get in your chest is almost like you're warping to another dimension yeah um it was e-gear so it wasn't manual which was sad but i'm glad i almost glad i didn't have manual actually to shift yeah I don't <laughs> keep your, you can you keep your hands on the wheel <laughs> <laughs> yes because you would not want to crash yeah. that um so yes that was probably i don't remember was it all wheel drive i don't remember if it was all wheel drive but i know it just hooked every time that we yeah that we, got, we gunned it. Um, but I was almost terrified to drive it even further just because I cannot, I don't have the money to replace a uh, twin turbo Lamborghini Gallardo. Yeah. It's funny because in the early days of those, there was a couple around here yeah. and they were for sale forever. Because nobody wanted them. Because mm -hmm. that was the early days of, you know, and now you see the progression. It's like, you look at Sheepy Race and UG, people are literally buying yeah. brand new cars, <laughs> shipping directly to them. Yeah. But at that time, it was like, no, that was like some crazy hot rod sh that only like maniacs did. Yeah. yeah. But they worked so and well. And it was sacrilege. Like, you can't do that. Now you ruin that car. Yeah. <laughs> now everyone's taking brand new R8s and Lambos and, and like getting rare spec, like STOs and sending yeah. them for twin turbos. And they come with the warranty, which is the which is wild. most awesome thing. Mm. So if you break it, they'll take care of it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Very proven. That's Those pretty V10 amazing. engines make so much power. Like... It's crazy. Like, I think you can do a thousand block. rear wheel horsepower on a stock block. Insane. That's crazy. That's nuts, man. That's yeah. that's some serious engineering. Those guys knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And then you see the built block ones, and they're like 3,000 horsepower. <laughs> silly, huh? <laughs> Just fucking silly. Insane. So. Insane. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other ones, but none is coming to my head right now. But, mm. um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. My little, that's it. my little Volkswagen Rabbit back in the day was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> when I when, when, I, when I had to have my head out the window to drive, yeah. that was pretty scary. That was terrifying for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yes. But but I reflect on it and it makes me smile. Yeah. My 370Z was terrifying because I crashed it more than once. Oh. Yeah. Doing a little I, drifty boy stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, I think we should actually in the next episode we should talk about crashes because I feel like that's an important one or crashes or even like. I was thinking we should talk about street takeovers because I was like, mm, that's mm. just getting wild. Yeah. So we were probably going to discuss that in the next episode because especially I've been seeing a lot of videos recently about that. So that shit's wild, man. Yes. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it right now. Okay. <laughs> we'll see, okay. Save, we'll it for save the next it. episode. Yeah. So, but I think that's it. We're done. Yeah. Uh, if you like this video, like this podcast, give it a thumbs up and uh, we will see you guys next week. And if there's any terrifying cars that you've driven, Leave it us or leave it in the description below. Let us know. Email us at media at checkfactory.com. And uh, yeah, email us the car that you have. That's terrifying. If you want us to drive some terrifying cars that you have, yeah. also email us as well. Yeah. <laughs> Most of my terrifying cars were, they'd be like TikTok memes now. <laughs> like all the... Ugh, yeah also if there's a thousand honda of the is, is, if yeah, there's a thousand, a thousand horsepower, horsepower honda. honda reach out to us at media trickfactory.com we want to talk to you I we'll make a video about, about it, it too yeah. so yeah because yeah. we talked to one guy at the last show that was supposed to have a thousand horsepower yeah. <laughs> and then he started making a lot of excuses yeah oh yeah, yeah. 
kind of went downhill. So. Yeah, it almost looked like he had watched our video because he almost yeah, knew who right we were. Yeah, right away when I walked up, yeah, he was like, like, oh. he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, break it down for me, man. Let's yeah. hear it. He was not stoked. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Okay, we will be seeing you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.